Hi, I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst, and welcome back to Healing Quest. If you're just joining us, our focus here is holistic wellness, energy medicine, and the lifestyle choices to help us all achieve optimum health. Well, on today's show, we're spotlighting some of the discoveries and developments that have impressed us the most this year. And we're going to talk now about one of those that is literally at the top of our list. Well, we're referring to the commitment by the Just Thrive Company to fund basic research into probiotics. Now, that's an area of inquiry that can have enormous impact on the health, not only of our digestive and our immune systems, but also on the health of our entire body. So to explore this area, joining us on the phone today from his home base in Chicago is microbiologist Kieran Krishnan, the chief science officer of Just Thrive Probiotics. Hi, Kieran. Hi, Judy. Hey, Roy. How are you doing today? You know, it feels to me like we should start this interview by saying thank you for what oh, you yeah. and Just Thrive are doing to increase the scientific knowledge base here because it, it's so important. You're very welcome, and absolutely. I mean, I think it's, it's absolutely incumbent upon us who claim to be in the health space <laughs> that we, we continue to make discoveries that improve the health of people. You know, it's, just, it's that simple to us. Kieran's been quoted as saying that 99% of all the companies with products on retail shelves do no research at all. That's hard to believe, given all the new natural right. health products that keep coming out. But obviously, it's true. You said it. 99%. Wow. Yeah, it, it's, it's mind-boggling to me. And I've been in this industry since, um, since about 1999. And um, I started out in the industry as a researcher. That was my role. I developed a clinical research company and, and um, offered clinical research to lots of brands in our space, um, you know, and, and did okay, but, you know, it wasn't anywhere close to to how how it should be in terms of, you know, keeping um, clinical research business going because most companies were simply not willing to spend the money. Mm -hmm. They spend a lot of their money on marketing, you know, if not all of it. Um, and they're not really interested in increasing the knowledge base because part of my thinking is that not only should you be doing research to obviously validate the efficacy of your products um, so that you can feel confident that you're providing people with something that's going to impact them in a positive way, but also just to add to the knowledge base of our natural medicine industry. You know, we we are constantly battling the standard allopathic model that considers the natural product industry to be, you know, just all hogwash, right? It's all snake oil. It's nonsense uh, because they have this evidence-based mentality. And in order for us to really reach those kind of people, uh, which is the vast majority of people, we have to be evidence-based as well. Well, that's a noble endeavor. We're certainly happy that you're doing it. And this is a topic. I mean, there's so many probiotics out there, and they are yeah. not all created equal, as we know. And I guess because you're a scientist, you bring that to Just Thrive and the other companies you work with, where sometimes formulators don't have that background. Would that be true? Right. Absolutely. You know, what, what's fascinating to me is most of these companies, they don't have any scientific staff at all. Um, you know, I, in fact, act, acted as an advisor and consultant to many brands because they don't have their own in-house science. Uh, their marketing teams are really big. Their marketing budgets are really big. But the science doesn't exist in these companies. And so people assume that most supplements are FDA approved. Right. So they think that companies right. are doing all of this research and then presenting it to the FDA to get it approved, to put it on the shelf. when none of that is true. 
Well, thank you for the work that you're doing in this area because certainly there's a lot of confusion in the market about probiotics. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. I mean, even, you know, there's been some studies recently that I think we talked to you about this on, on the show a few months ago about somebody saying that there was a study that said that probiotics don't work. So let's yep. just talk about that for a second because we know that's not true. Right. So the kind of probiotic matters, right? So um, what they studied in that particular study were your conventional, what I call kitchen sink probiotics. These are probiotics that are made by just kind of throwing a bunch of different strains in it, um, having an arbitrary target of 15 strains or 25 strains, and then having arbitrary doses of 50 billion, 60 billion, when that's not really based on science. Then when you start researching these probiotics, which make up the predominance of products on the market, you start to find out that they don't really do anything in the gut. And so it, the problem with that is it brings the, a bad name to all probiotics, mm-hmm. right? Because when these researchers publish these studies um, and, the, and the press picks up on it, they don't specify that this particular probiotic study did not work. They just use the, the broad term probiotics did not function or probiotics did not work. And that endangers the entire industry, right? Because then you get doctors and patients alike that just kind of blow off probiotics saying, hey, they don't work anyway. Here's a study that shows that. When, when in reality, most of those probiotics don't work, but there are some that do, and there are some that have significant research behind them. I would venture to say, and if you follow the money on that study, that the, you might find out that it could have been pharma behind it or somebody behind it that really didn't have an interest in wanting probiotics to work. Yeah, and we see that every year. Like basically every other year, there's some study that comes out on a vitamin or a natural product that says a broad reaching thing that says it, they don't work. Um, you know, and that's often industry funded by competitive industries. Um, there are studies that have come out that said, you know, eating eating meat is is dangerous. But then when you look at the study, the, what they were considering meat was like a McDonald's hamburger, yeah. you know, uh, and, right? And, or, or they're looking at pepperoni pizza as meat. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's, it's different. There's a difference between eating a grass-fed steak or, um, you know, wild-caught salmon versus a, uh, a burger from a fast food joint. Mm-hmm. And in many of these studies, they, they allocate all those things equally. If you're just joining us, I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest, and we're speaking with microbiologist Karen Christian about the commitment to scientific research on probiotics, and in turn, the health of all of our bodies. Probiotics, as we've talked about, is a very competitive category. So how practical is it to expect companies, as somebody who's actually developed really good research, for that to be shared with other companies which are always looking for a marketing edge? Yeah, that's an important thing, and and I'm glad you brought that up because that is one of the reasons why a lot of companies say they're not willing to invest in research is because their competitors can use the same research to market and promote their products. My response to that is, you know, then do something innovative. You know, create a product that that nobody else can copy. You know, you have some proprietary position with a strain or you, you've come up with a formula that's proprietary that nobody else can really copy and then study it and study, study the, you know, study it a lot and figure out what it does in the body and, and why and how it's powerful uh, rather than creating generic products like most companies do and, and then investing in research in a generic product. Because yes, in that case, 
your competitors can use that information. So it seems like in the last 12 months, a lot has happened in the probiotic world. I'm just wondering, what are the things that stand out for you when you think about in the last year, what's been accomplished, developed, uncovered, revealed? You know, the, um, the gut-brain connection continues to fascinate me. Mm-hmm. Um, more and more, we're seeing that the current um, medications that are available for people dealing with cognitive dysfunction, whether it's simple stress all the way to bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, you know, anxiety, mm-hmm. um, all of those things, the, the current availability of medication are just inadequate. And the role of the gut and potentially of probiotics in treating those kind of conditions is a really fascinating and exciting area. Um, the other thing is most recently Harvard came out with a study that showed that the amount of genetic material that's in the gut microbiome is way higher than we ever imagined. You know, imagine the human chromosome in our own cells, our human DNA, we have around 23,000 genes. Right. But as it turns out, the newest estimate shows that the human microbiome, the bacteria in your gut, can harbor up to 23 million genes. Holy cow. So 23,000 human genes in your system. Compare that to 23 million bacterial genes in your system. You know, it is insane, the discrepancy, which means that bacteria control so much more of uh, everything about us than we could ever imagine. And, and it, be, it begs us to pay specific attention to what we're putting into our system and how those things affect the bacterial communities because we need their genetic elements to survive. Well, on that note, I think that's a pretty powerful statement. I, I, I just want to say what's exciting is that, that we know your phone number. So, <laughs> and periodically we call and the most... Fabulous, you know, exciting, interesting uh, information comes as a result of that. So I can't wait to see what's going to be revealed in the next year. So, Yeah, we're, we're doing um, a bunch of research in the area of cancer. We're doing work in um, autoimmune disease. We've got a number of studies going on, and we started, we're starting a study in trauma surgery. So oh. all kinds of really fascinating areas where probiotics can be a really big help um, if you have the right probiotic and, and you know what you're doing. Well, thank you. Thanks, Kieran. We've been speaking with Kieran Christian of Just Thrive Probiotics about their commitment to increasing the scientific knowledge base regarding probiotics, which can have a huge impact on the health of our entire body. You can learn more about Just Thrive and their spore-based probiotics at justthrivehealth.com. Up next, the latest research on something called food impulsivity. Hmm. Mm. What it is and how it affects so many of us, and it'll be really good when we understand how to deal with it. So stay tuned. And don't forget, podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website, HealingQuest.tv, or on the iHeart Podcast app. And please follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. Radio. 